Hello there. Welcome to the SPS pod. In this episode, we're going to be discussing why focusing on removing emotional barriers will always, always, always be more important than optimizing at any stage of your journey. Let's get into it. Welcome to the SPS podcast, the self-performance strategies podcast. Unlocking the secrets to success and unlocking the secrets to self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The SPS podcast is brought to you by the Pro Accelerator Program, helping business owners and business leaders save at least 10 working hours a week, improve their focus, and make more money. If that sounds like something you're interested in, check out the show notes and follow the links. But let's now jump in to this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 39 of the SPS podcast of the Self-Performance Strategies podcast. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about why fixing your emotions always comes before optimization. This is a big bear bug or big point of contention in my life and online when I see a lot of the other productivity types, gurus, so to speak, on Twitter and YouTube and other places and Instagram or whatever, wherever you find your inspiration from. Way too many dudes, especially young dudes in their 20s who are probably still living in their mom's basement, talk about optimization and optimizing your calendar and optimizing and optimizing and just optimizing everything. But I honestly believe that optimization is is the final step. It's it's the last five percent. It's the last one percent. And you should always start way, 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 way back on a number of other foundations and pillars and processes first before even thinking about optimization. I would even argue that ninety nine percent plus of the population are so far away from optimization. It it's it's an absolute pointless thing to talk about or even to start doing unless you're really trying to squeeze, as I said, the next tiny amounts of percentile out of a current process or system that is working. Most people don't have systems in their business, in their life, in any area that you're trying to optimize or thinking about it. Most people aren't there yet. They've still got other foundations to deal with. So let's Let's jump in and talk about this idea that fixing your emotions comes before optimization. In fact, I would say it's the place to start. And to frame this conversation, obviously, I'm going to share a couple of quotes this time. Normally, it's only one. This time, I'm going to share two quotes that are going to frame this idea about optimizing and and, and that being the last step and really that we should be doing other things, a hundred other things before. So the first one comes from Elon Musk and he said, one of the biggest traps for smart engineers is optimizing something that shouldn't exist. It's a huge one from Elon Musk, basically saying that when you're optimizing something that's pointless in life, and I actually think that optimization in general for 99.9% of the population is pointless. The next one comes from Peter Drucker. He said, there's nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. On the similar lines there as Elon Musk, basically saying, you know, if you're optimizing something that isn't working, that is a complete waste of time. You know, being a business owner is a challenge and it's it's an awarding experience. And and, and hopefully the majority of people here listening to me are, are either business leaders, business owners, solopreneurs, or you've got a side hustle that you're working on. 
So it's challenging, but it's also very rewarding. And I hope you get that. It requires you to manage a range of tasks from marketing and customer service to finances to product development. There are a hundred things that you need to do as a business owner, business leader, solopreneur. And you often end up with a lot on your plate. I know what that feels like. It is, you have a lot on your plate. There is a temptation to try to solve all your problems of hacks and optimization strategies. You're kind of thinking, well, oh, if I just optimize my email sequence, if I just optimize my days, if I optimize my calendar, if I make it all colorful and, and squeeze every minute out of every day, that will solve all my problems. <clears throat> the survey says, no, it won't. However, in order to be successful in business and in life, it is more important to be aware of your emotional barriers and how to manage them. This is my absolute main point of my coaching business maybe 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 my main point isn't my main point it's one of the main points one of the key pillars let's say because i i fell into this trap early on in my journey i got into biohacking i got into optimizing my days and i, I learned a lot i did no I'm, I'm not gonna lie i did learn a lot you know i improved my sleep i learned how to get into deep focus i, I learned how to manage my energy you know by putting important tasks first and, and, and meditating and, and journaling and all that stuff. But while I moved towards my goals, I, al I always hit barriers. I always hit these emotional and mental barriers. I, I would often be on a roll for a few weeks doing all my habits, doing all, all, all the routines and all the optimization tricks. But then something would just throw me off or I would self-sabotage. And I'd be back to where I started. I'd, I'd, I'd go weeks without doing my habits. I'd, I'd fall off the wagon when it comes to drinking or partying or, or overeating or, or doing healthy routines. And, and that kept happening. It, it happened for a couple of years at the start of my personal development journey because at the start of my personal development journey, I, I was only aware of the shallow level sort of optimization do all these hacks, do these new uh, routines, do these new habits, and that's what's going to help you be successful. But that's like surface level platitude bullshit. It's a trap. It's 100% a trap. And unfortunately, I, I fell for it early on in my personal development career. After a couple of years of the cycle uh, and a few metaphorical punches in the gut, I realized, or I came to this big realization that the reason why I kept falling off these hacks and these optimization strategies is because I wasn't actually dealing with the real problems underneath. I was using these optimization strategies and band-aids to cover over actual emotional problems and having my goals set on the wrong types of foundations. You know, so now I, I firmly believe that knowing how to deal with your emotional barriers is essential to your achieving desired success. I would even stretch that and say, say, you don't need optimization strategies if you're con constantly focusing on overcoming your emotional barriers. The emotional barriers you face as a business owner are often rooted in your past experiences that led to a lack of confidence, a fear of failure, and self-doubt. These are the things that you should be focusing on. These emotional barriers can prevent you from taking risks, exploring new opportunities, and working on the right activities in your business. These are way more important for you to focus on than any optimization strategy. By acknowledging and dealing with these emotional barriers, you can open yourself up to new ideas and opportunities and ultimately help you reach your business goals without using any of these hacks, tricks, or strategies or optimizational bullshit. But how do you deal with these barriers? Well, the first step to dealing with any emotional barriers is to call them out. You're gonna to have to do some work. I did a lot of work, did a lot of work on this, 
reading books like Galvin again by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy, reading books like Joe Dispenza's, uh, you know, b- books. He's got a number of them. Reading books by Michael Singer, by David Hawkins. You know, they talk about letting go. These types of books allow you to explore the emotional barriers that you not you may not be aware of. So the first step is to reflect on your past experiences, spend time identifying what triggers certain emotions, and learning how to manage and control them. Once these emotional barriers have been identified, you can work on developing strategies to address them. So awareness is the first step. With awareness, you can then start developing plans to overcome them. That is the most important step. One effective strategy is to practice you know, mindful self-reflection. And I've talked about some of the books that will help you do that already. You know, you've got journaling, you've got meditating, going for walks. You need these types of systems in place. So step two, after you've done a little bit of work, thinking about these strategies, reading the books, step two is to practice sort of mindful self-reflection, is to actually get deep, take the time to step back and assess your feelings and reactions, and that will help you understand the barriers that you're facing and how to address them. This will also help you identify any underlying issues that may be contributing to the emotional barrier. Another strategy is to practice positive self-talk. I find this one very useful. You know, do I use affirmations? Yes, yes I do. I find them helpful in, in, in a way to challenge negative thoughts and beliefs. Um, I use affirmations and positive self-talk to help me break down sort of emotional barriers and then replace them with positive and productive thoughts. Now, I'll give you an example of this. You know, this might sound a bit out there for some people, uh, but a bit woo-woo, but I actually find it tactically helpful. Like I call it tactical woo-woo because when I'm getting negative thoughts, when I'm saying, oh, this isn't going to work or I start criticizing some work I've just put out, like a podcast, a thread on Twitter, or just sent an email, sometimes the critic in my mind, the art critic, the food critic, the (laughs) thread critic comes out in my mind and, and starts looking at things in a negative manner. You know, you could have done this better. You could have done that better. You know, that's not really talking to the, the right avatar. And then I now stop myself. I, I now stop myself and I input some positivity. I use positive affirmations at that point. I start flipping things and looking things for, the, for what went right. Everything that I do can be repurposed. So getting the work out, letting it flow out of me and getting it out into the world is a massive win. It's a massive step forward because I can always repurpose it. I can always redo it, but you've got the ideas out, you've got them out of your system, and, and that is a massive way that I actually flip that positive talk. I flip that from the negative side to the positive side. I look for the gains because I, I know over maybe 10 years plus of being in this personal development game, coming up on two years of being an entrepreneur, if your mind is constantly creating a, a negative narrative, it will affect you. It will affect your confidence. It will affect how you show up. It will uh, affect how you approach things. All this leads me back to the main point of this episode. Managing one's emotional barriers is essential to scaling your business. And looking to fixing your emotional barriers is more important than optimization. When you can identify your emotional barriers and you develop strategies to manage them, you are more likely to take risks and explore new opportunities. Simple facts.
This will lead to increased profits, greater customer loyalty, more successful business, happier, happier life to you, more confidence. Once you remove the emotional barriers, then possibly, then possibly down the line, when things are working for you, everything's sailing smoothly, and you wanna really take it to the next level, possibly then you could optimize. But I would even argue that you might not even have to. I've already said that once in this podcast. Because you now operate without those barriers, which makes you feel like you're driving without the brakes on. If you remove the emotional junk, if you remove the emotional anchors, you will speed towards your goals much faster and you will not self-sabotage anywhere near as often. And when you do, you've probably undercovered a new emotional barrier, consciously or subconsciously. I've seen this happen in my own life. I've seen it happen in the life of the clients who I help one-on-one. And often high achievers and business owners don't see their gains and wins. I've seen that for myself as well. I've seen it again from the clients that I help with. They're so, the, the, the help that I help with, <laughs> the clients that I coach, <laughs> you know, they find it difficult to actually see all their gains. They're so focused on next thing, next thing, next thing, the big thing, getting the right targets, hitting the right goals, but yet they miss the progress they're making. And that's typically a, an emotional response. It's an emotional barrier. They're often held back mentally and emotionally because of this. One client I, I worked with was a very success, successful entrepreneur, had a number of successful businesses. And one of their goals was to give back to young people in their area, in their city, to help them become entrepreneurs. But they thought they needed more experience. This person was in their late 20s. They'd been an entrepreneur since they were 21 years, years old. They sold one of their businesses already for, for a six-figure fee. They were working in another business that was making just below seven figures per year. And on a phone call with me, on a chat, a Zoom call actually, they were saying that, oh yeah, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I have the right experience to help people. This person had more experience than most university professors that teach business. And I said that to them. I said, what are you doing? You, you have all this experience. Why are you letting this limited belief stop you from doing something that's important to you? And they just sat there for a second and they thought about it. And I get to see the light going off in their brain. Yeah. Oh, I'm just holding back because of some dumb emotional barrier, because of some dumb limiting belief. And with that barrier busted, they could then optimize, <laughs> using that word, towards that goal more effectively. They didn't have to optimize towards it, but I'm just using that for a tongue-in-cheek, for a little bit of entertainment, for a little bit of comedy here. They could then move towards that goal because they removed the emotional barrier. But he was nowhere near optimizing towards that goal before because he hadn't actually discovered what was holding him back. You see why emotional barriers and, and focusing on them first is way more important? It's way more important. So wrapping up this episode, this fantastic, fantastic 39th episode of the SPS podcast, I'm going to make the point again, which I think I've made quite a few times in this episode. Dealing with emotional barriers is one of the most important parts of scaling your business and growing in life. It's more important than trying to optimize the shit out of everything you do and using hacks and strategies. By being aware of your emotional barriers and creating strategies to manage them, you can open yourself up to new opportunities and build a much more successful life. 100% facts guaranteed truth speaking happening right now on the SPS podcast. 
So the question I've got to ask you today as we wrap up this fantastic episode, what emotional barriers are stopping you? And how can you remove them so you can have the best next six months of your life, next year of your life, next five years of your life? How can you remove them? First of all, what are your emotional barriers and how can you start to remove them? Thank you very much for joining me for this episode of the SPS Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Steve Timoney, at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. Send me a DM and let me know what you think of the episode. You can also give this a five stars uh, on Spotify, on iTunes, anywhere you're hearing this podcast. Please give me a five stars. It will help spread awareness of the podcast and that the algorithm do its thing. Also, if you want to head on over to my website, which is stephentimoney.com, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y.com, you can check out all my other episodes of the SPS podcast. You can check out all my blog posts, and you can also check out my coaching offers there. I really do appreciate you. Anybody who's listening to this, thank you so, so very much. And we will speak to you in the next one. Make it a good one.